Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Twin Cities and beyond. This is the Shaletta Show sponsored by Otto Bremer Trust. My name is Shaletta Brundage and I am the host of the show. I've got Carrie in the newsroom. She has lined up an amazing three hours of conversation topics and guests uh, so that we can stay in the know about what's happening in our community and speaking of knowing and being in the know Al Shock is in the newsroom giving us the latest on news and information because we want to make sure you have what you need um, to get your weekend started there is never a day off at our station Uh, we are always on and here for you Now, I don't know if you all remember, um, about a month or so ago, I went um, and broadcast this show live from open streets in Minneapolis. I was on Broadway right in front of Sammy's Eatery, an amazing sandwich shop. And and I was talking to so many people in the community. The the week before, there had been several shootings um, and and, and a couple of people died. And, you know, these children had just been losing hope. And then they woke up that Saturday morning to open streets and there was music and food and people and laughter and love and games and bubbles and double dutching and artwork and face painting. It, and food, it was just so much food. It was beautiful. And, you know, so many parents came up to me and said, you know, it's been a difficult week for our kids. But they woke up this morning to the smell of food and listening to music and saw all these people who came here for them. Um, and, and it's a new day. And and I met so many vendors out there and, and there was so much going on. But the one th- thing that intrigued me the most was a new ride share program with Metro Mobility. I mean, a Metro Transit. And I was like, you know what? I got to talk to these people because they down there, they got a whole ride share bus. It's like Uber, but it's cheaper and you can use your Metro Transit card, and it's specifically for people in North Minneapolis. And listen, let me tell you something. There's a lot of people in that community who are transportation insecure. They don't have cars, so they can't get to the doctor. Um, you know, they may or may not, um, you know, have transportation to get to work. Um, you know, I, I'm hearing from some people over there who are saying, you know, I, I had a job opportunity, but I, I just can't get there on time. Um, you know, people are trying to get to church. They're trying to visit their family members. And so this new ride share program that they told me about that day uh, when we were at Open Streets uh, was just amazing. 
and the fact that you could use your Metro Transit car and it could get you around North Minneapolis, whether you're going to Sanctuary Church or Sammy's Eatery or, you know, or or uh, North High School, um, it's just like a Uber. Um, but but it's not as expensive. And so many people have told me, um, you know, from my church over at Fellowship, how they use uh, this new uh, ride share program through Metro Transit and how it's really made a difference and an impact in their lives. And so I was like, OK, I got to get Victoria Dan on um, so we can talk about this, get an update on it, because we first told you about it um, the day that it started running when we were at open streets in Minneapolis. She is the transit planner for Metro Transit, and she is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Good morning, Victoria. Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. Girl, I am just so grateful for this um, new rideshare program at Metro Transit. Now, for those folks um, who were not listening that day that we were live from Open Streets and, and kind of shared it with all of our listeners for the first time, tell me how this program works. Certainly. Yeah. So Metro Transit Micro is uh, what we call in the transit world uh, a form of micro transit. Uh, it's a shared ride service where folks can use the app or call into our uh, special phone line for this service and request a ride on demand so that they can be picked up within minutes to go to any uh, destination within the service zone. Uh, so as a, a reminder for anybody who uh, needs to be refreshed on where the Metro Transit Micro serves in North Minneapolis, uh, we launched in September with a zone that is between I-94 to Xerxes or Theoworth Park. And on the north and south ends, we have I-394 and Dunwoody College and uh, Golden Valley Road and West Broadway. Uh, so it's a, quite a small service area, but we're already finding that, uh, you know, folks are, are definitely using this service to get around the zone to various destinations. Um, just make sure that uh, when you're requesting a ride uh, on this service that uh, you're making the trip between 5 a.m. and midnight. Those are our service hours, seven mm -hmm. days a week. Um, and we take, uh, as you mentioned, your go-to card, you can use your student discount on this. Um, it's the same exact rules as what you would use when riding uh, a regular bus uh, in the service area. Um, and, you know, cash as well applies too. And, you know, I, I just appreciate the fact that it is available, um, especially in this community where people don't have cars. I remember being at my church one time passing out um, Easter hams. And, you know, the folks who were coming up had four and five people in the cars representing three or four different families because the neighbors were picking up other neighbors to come and get this free food because, you know, it wasn't within walking distance and it was cold outside, but they needed to get there because they had signed up. And so you see such a great need and, and it's so amazing to see Metro Transit step in and feel that need. Now, exactly how much is it to get on this ride share? Certainly. Yeah. So the rideshare program, uh, Metro Transit Micro, it costs the same as a uh, regular bus. So what that means is that in the off-peak, uh, you're paying the same as you would uh, the regular bus, which mm -hmm. is uh, for adults. That's $2 uh, during the rush hour. Uh, that's from 6 a.m. to uh, 
8.30, or sorry, 9 a.m. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the afternoons, that's from 3 o'clock to uh, 6.30 p.m. Uh, it's $2.50. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use a reduced fare uh, on the service as well if you have that. So that's $1 in the in the off-peak uh, and $2.50 uh, in the rush hour. Uh, youth, seniors, and Medicare card holders, all of your discounts uh, apply here as well. So if you're familiar with riding uh, the local bus service in the area, um, this should all look very familiar. All right. Okay. And, and now if folks want to... Um take advantage of this what do they do do you call do you get online i want to make sure um that my memory is serving me correctly and we provide that information today before you go yes so uh if you're on your smartphone right now you can search in your phone's app store whether that's apple app store or google play Uh, you can search for the metro transit micro app now and download it directly to your phone Alternatively, if you prefer to call in, you want to talk to a live reservationist, you can Mm -hmm. call our uh, special line for this, 651-602-1170. That's 651-602-1170. That's the line for reservationists, so you can book a ride uh, now and today or sometime in the future when you need it. Um, If you want more information just to learn more about this pilot mm-hmm. service, you can go to yes. www.metrotransit.org slash micro. Uh, you'll find uh, a whole bunch of information about you know what this pilot service is, uh, how to use it, uh, and other frequently asked questions. Well, I just appreciate you being here today. Um, it was great to get an update about how it's going. I'm hearing gr- uh, great things about it from people who are taking advantage of the program and so glad it is there uh, for that community. Victoria Dan is a transit planner for Metro Transit, and she is joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Now, you all don't go anywhere. A great friend of this show and the community is coming up next. She's a breast cancer survivor and she will inspire you she is not just surviving she is thriving I'm trying not to cry because I I pray for this lady every single day Um, and her journey is one that she has been sharing with us to inspire us um, and to motivate us And, and she's got a message for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. She is a survivor. She is joining us um, on the Shaletta Show. And I'm so grateful um, for her friendship and the ministry that she has created in the misery of um, this breast cancer diagnosis. Ms. Sonia Goins, I, I just appreciate you so much being here with me today. Oh, Shaletta, thank you so very much for having me on your show Uh, I'm so blessed to be, you know, friends with you, and I really appreciate your support. Well, um, I just have to tell you that um, a lot of times people go through, um, you know, get a breast cancer diagnosis, and they shut it down. Because, you know, you have to focus on your health, your healing, your recovery, your family, life changes, everything changes. But you have opened up and shared your story and your journey you know, why was it so important for you to say, listen, I got this diagnosis. I'm not going to shut it down. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to be a survivor. And I've also got a message for you ladies out there who haven't done so. Get your mammograms. 
Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's the, the one reason why I was so public about this. I mean, 20, uh, 20 um, I was diagnosed with stage 2 HER2 positive breast cancer, and it's very aggressive. HER2 positive is a, an extra protein that causes mm-hmm. cancer cells to grow. And so long story short, I had chemo. I had a double mastectomy with reconstructive surgery, followed up with radiation, and then um, targeted chemotherapy. And then I was also lucky enough to participate in a trial drug at the Mayo, which I'm currently still doing. And I just finished my major treatments like this past spring, but it's been, it's been challenging to say the least, so I'll have to be honest with you. A lot of people think, um, you know, like once you're done with the major treatment, that that's over. But really, in a lot of aspects, it's just beginning. Like um, I've had, let's see, so far this year, I've had four breast reconstructing, re- reconstructed surgery revisions. And it was all due to um, side effects from radiation. And so I'm still dealing with that. But, you know, I'm going to keep pushing. I want people... Yeah. To get their mammograms, I always tell uh, anybody who's going through this, you know, try to find your your happy place. Like for me, it was really important for me to show my family, uh, friends, and even strangers that even though you're going through something terrible, that doesn't mean you you know shut it down and you give up. <laughs> I mean, I danced my way through chemo, even though I was I was sick as a dog. But I wanted yeah. I didn't want my <laughs> you know I didn't want my family who lives in Maryland. To worry, so I did these TikTok mm. videos. <laughs> I, I remember doing- the TikTok <laughs> videos. I was like, "Ain't she supposed to be going through chemotherapy? What is she doing with the TikTok videos? What in the world?" Yeah. And the day after <laughs> I had uh, my double mastectomy, I did a TikTok video too. I mean, just be, you know, just because bad things happen to you, you don't have to to give up. I also um, though, so I watch like Korean dramas all through my um, cancer treatments, right? Because you have a lot of time on your hands, right? Mm-hmm. And so I said, why not learn the language? So I studied, started studying Korean during my breast cancer journey, and it was like a really good distraction, and mm-hmm. it, it just motivated me to put my energies in something else besides like you know, trying to feel sorry for myself or worrying about, like, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow. It's like, let's redirect my energy into something else. So that's what I did. Okay, now, we have a a motto in our house, Miss Sonia, and you know this. Our motto Mm -hmm. is happiness is a choice. That no matter what is going Mm -hmm. on in your life, you have to choose to be happy. That is a lot easier said than done, especially when you get a call that you have a breast cancer diagnosis how were you able to um and i think i know the answer to this already but how were you able to say you know what i got this breast cancer diagnosis but this breast cancer diagnosis does not have me well you know i've I've told you this before it's my faith you know Mm. i knew that you know, I've been all you know, you go through stuff from life, but I'm like, I, I fell to, to the ground and prayed to God after I, I got the diagnosis. I was like, you know, please protect me, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there's a point where you just have to give it up and give it to, to God and say, okay, I'm gonna get through this. You, you do what you have to do, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay positive. I, I got to. That's how I got through this. And I tell anybody else that's going through breast cancer. You know, find your happy place, you know, find your happy place and focus on that, you know, because you can't go through something like breast cancer with a negative attitude. 
you know, you gotta, you gotta be positive. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know you've got a message for everybody out there about mammograms. Um, I, yeah. I read your um, story, your journey. I went and got mine. You know, folks are walking around here thinking, well, I don't feel sick. I don't feel like anything is wrong with me. I don't need a mammogram. I don't want them squishing my boobies. Um, Linnea Hoff is listening live right now. On, uh, and she's chiming in on Facebook. She says, I need to get mine. I responded, please do. Uh, tell us the message that you want to share about the importance of getting a mammogram. Yes, I will tell you. So I had a mammogram the year before I was diagnosed, right? But it was a regular mammogram. I tell all women, especially women of color, we have mm-hmm. dense breast tissue. You need a 3D mammogram. Ask for a 3D mammogram. It'll, it's more um, accurate, you know, okay. soon as I found that lump. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. If it wasn't for COVID, I don't know if I would have necessarily found that lump. You know, this was a, a time when, you know, nobody was working. We were kind of like all stuck at home. Yeah. And I was yeah. just, yeah, you know, and I was just paying more attention to my body. And I was like, what mm. is this? And mm. um, part of me was like, uh, you know, it'll be okay. But like, you know how you just know something is wrong? I knew something yeah. wasn't right. And so I, you know, I scheduled an appointment and sure enough, they were just like, no, we see three tumors. And, you know, that got, I mean, things moved very quick after that. You went in, did your mammogram, they did an ultrasound, they did a biopsy. Mm-hmm. And then you get that horrible news that you never thought you would hear, like, you have breast cancer. And the first thing that went to my head was like, am I going to see my kids, you know? Yeah. There was a point where you, after you get angry and you get sad and you do your research and then you have to say to yourself, like, no matter how long I have left on this earth, <laughs> I'm going to make it the best time ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, none of us know when we're, we're going to go, but right, you take a right. so you think, oh, you know, do I have two years? Do I have three years? Whatever. I'm like, I'm just not going to worry about that. I'm just going to make sure day to day. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to to be happy and to live the best life that I have. Well, I thank you for sharing your life with us, inspiring us, uh, taking us along your journey, and then challenging us to do what is right for our health. Uh, Miss yes. Sonia Goins, breast cancer survivor and thriver, uh, thank you for being on this show with me. Ladies and even men, please get your mammograms, your yearly mammograms. Do your monthly check. You know, it's really yes. It is. It is. And, and Sonia has been joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. You all stick around. We've got more to come on Shaletta Show. I promise I am not always looking for the story. Even though I'm a news person, I've been doing news all my life. It's the only job I've ever had. Um, I'm, I, I try not to always look for the story. Sometimes I just try to live in the moment, but oftentimes stories fall in my lap and I can't help but to tell it. Um, I was at um, my kid's school over at Great Cloud Elementary. Um, you know, Cameron um, was telling the nurse that she needed uh, a breathing treatment. And, and so, um, 
you know, wanted to make sure that, you know, they had everything that they needed, you know, because of the asthma and they're going back to school for the first time. And so they're going to be running around outside and, you know, in case she got winded, you know, I wanted to make sure I had everything. So, you know, we were just kind of going over everything and, and I looked up and I noticed that our nurse, Miss Teresa, had a, a book. I said, wait a minute, your name is on, on this book. And she was like, oh, yes, that's my book, The Four Stones. And I was like, what? You got a book? You wrote a book? You're a nurse. You're supposed to be taking care of my sick kids. You're also an author? And she was like, yeah, let me gift you a copy. I said, no, ma'am. I want to support you. I am going to buy my own. And so I got a copy of The Four Stones written by our school nurse, Miss Teresa Murray, over at Gray Cloud Elementary School. And this book is uh, all about helping grieving families, especially children who have lost a loved one. Now, we were just chatting with Sonia Goins, um, breast cancer survivor. But we all know everybody is not um, as lucky or as blessed or as, you know, fortunate as Miss Sonia. Some people never get the mammogram and, and they die. Some people get the mammogram, find it, and still don't make it, leaving behind children and loved ones to grieve. And so initially, Miss Teresa wrote this book in honor of two of her own loved ones who passed away. Uh, but she says that the Four Stones is a non-specific book and can be relevant to any circumstance surrounding death. And I'm so glad that she is joining me right now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Miss Teresa, congratulations and welcome. This is your debut on the Shaletta Show on CCO Radio. Hey, Shaletta. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Well, you know, I tell you what, you are a woman of many talents. You are taking care of our babies over a gray cloud, and you do such an amazing job with that. And then you are also a published author. Tell me how you made the transition from taking care of sick kids to writing a book. Oh, you know, it's all part of the journey. It's it's kind of a new title for me to consider myself an author. That's not really anything I ever like said, Hey, I'm going to, you know, be a writer someday, but um, I come by it kind of naturally. My father was really pretty gifted writer as well. And, um, and then, you know, through circumstances that have happened, you know, over the last few years, I just felt really compelled and driven. And I I would say led by the Holy spirit to write this book. I'm a pretty spiritual person by nature um, and then, um, but then losing these two, um, precious loved ones, uh, just, you know, over the past few months after following their death, um, the story just sort of came to me naturally. And I just, gosh, that's good. I got to write that down. <laughs> you know, you so know I that down, that's really good. I got to keep writing. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, it's one thing to have an idea and to write it down. Mm-hmm. But how did you get yeah. from, I want to do this, I'm going to do this, to actually doing it? Because, you know, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she's been to all the writers' workshops, and she subscribes to all the writers' magazines, and she's got two or three drafts of three or four books at her house, and none of them have been published yet. And I tell her all the time, Chevelle, don't take these books to the grave. 
you know, don't let us talk right. about these books that you never got published. Don't make me have to publish books after you gone on the glory um, and, you know, put your name <laughs> on them. You are here. Now is the time. Get these books done. How did you go from, you know, having the faith to actually stepping out on faith to getting Four Stones published? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I'll tell you, um, I wrote it and... Um, one day I was having dinner with a good friend of mine. She's so accomplished. I mean, she's just, I don't know anyone more accomplished than my friend Dawn. And um, we were having dinner, and I said to her, I said, Dawn, I said, Has, I, have you ever said no to yourself or have you ever thought to yourself, I can't do that or I shouldn't do that or I'm not good enough to do that? And she looked at me with this, like, puzzled look on her face, and she says, no, never. Have you? Why do you? And I'm like, all the time. And she said, she said, well, Teresa, what's the one thing you would do if you, if you just went for it and didn't tell yourself no. And I said, I would write, I would write this book. And, um, and so then, then my good friend, Tina, who's been my prayer partner for, oh gosh, almost all my adult life. And she just said, you know, we, you, you know, she came up with like the word of the year. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. You pick a word that's sort of your, mm-hmm, your mm-hmm, word for that year. Mm-hmm. And mine was, I just wanted to get this book published. And um, so she called me one day on like middle of January. She said, how are you coming on that? And I said, okay, today's the day I'm going to, um, I'm going to call the publisher. And I, uh, my sister um, who lost her son, she um, introduced me to a woman who's also an author. And um, she just said, you know, go with my publisher if you want. She's a hybrid publisher. You, um, you bring the book to them, and if they want to um, publish it, they they'll publish yeah. it for a fee. So you pay them. If you're familiar, right. you're familiar with the hybrid publisher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. So I went with yeah. yeah. So I went with Kirkhouse Publisher. They um, they write books with a purpose, and I really love yes. um, kind of their philosophy and the mentality behind their business. And I just went for it. I just said, you know what, I'm going to do this, and if it if it only fulfills a need in me, then I'm good enough, then that's good enough. And if it only helps one person, then I'm good enough, you know, it's good enough. And I just kind of left it to God and it uh, kind of took on a life of its own. And, and here I am I'm on your podcast so talking about it. many people that mm-hmm. I've told the book about, mm-hmm. that I've tried to talk to the book uh, about already have it, have already heard about it, already know about it. Uh, we're talking to Teresa Murray. Uh, her book is called The Four Stones. Uh, she wrote this book to help grieving families, especially children who have lost a loved one. Now, Teresa, tell me your reaction to people who have gotten the book. Oh man, you know it's it's humbling. It's really humbling when um, when someone I've talked to says, "Gosh, this book really really helped me. This helped mm-hmm. um, helped me uh, process the loss of my mother-in-law just passed away, and my husband and I, you know, just sat down and we talked about this book, and we read through the questions because um, I have some guided questions that really help families to talk about." their experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And she said, it was, it was great. She says, you've got to take this book further. You know, Um, my sister, my sister, Mary, um, she's affiliated with the church, uh, a a Catholic school. And one of their young people um, passed away. uh, This person died by suicide. And she said, I've got to get this book in the hands of that family. And then the feedback that I've gotten from that family was just, thank you so much. This just means the world to me. 
And mm-hmm. it's like, that's enough. That's, that's really yeah. it. My goal is just to, to get this in the hands of people who need it. And but God, God knows who those people are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, how do people yeah. get it? How can they pick up a copy of the book? Because I'm getting text messages and, and folks pretend like they don't know I'm on the radio. I'm like, y'all, I'm talking to <laughs> Teresa. This is a live conversation. You can't text me and expect me to respond to you. But, you know, I, I'm getting um, text messages from um, teachers who have students um, whose parents died of COVID. Um, and, you know, there's several COVID related texts. Um, grandmother, grandfather, aunts, um, uncles, people who yeah. died during the pandemic. And they're still right. uh, trying to explain it to their children. They're still um, dealing with it. So this isn't a, the death just happened yesterday. Pick up this book. Um, you know, if, if this is something where a child has lost a loved one um, from COVID at, at the beginning of the pandemic or, um, you know, their mom passed away from, from breast right. cancer or, you know, any of those number mm-hmm. of things. And, and those kids, those those young children are still reeling from that loss. Um, they want to know how they can get a copy of the Four Stones. Well, gosh, you know, there, um, this, uh, the death um, associated with COVID, I tell you, there's so many kids. I can't remember what mm-hmm. the statistics are, but it's huge. The number of kids who have lost either a primary caregiver mm-hmm. or um, or someone that they love, like a grandparent. Yeah. Um, so this book, they can um, it can be purchased at Kirk House Publishers. So it's okay. K-I-R-K. H O U S E publisher. And um, they can look me up. I'm Teresa Klug, K L U G Murray, or um, they can look up the four stones and find it there. Um, and I hope it, I hope they do. I hope they look for it. Um, if there's church organizations that are interested in picking this up for their church or there's schools that are interested in picking it up and um, they want to buy more than one. So they have it on hand. Um, there's a discount that I can offer for them too. So, I just my goal is um, really just to get this in the hands of people and um, nearly all of the proceeds um, go to uh, giving these books as a gift um, or giving to uh, needy organizations. So I really don't make a profit off this book. It's just really more about blessing people through my own experience. And then I've been able to heal through writing this book, too. It's just been really amazing experience for me. So. Well, you have just been a blessing to us since the first day we met you. I'm so proud of you uh, for putting this book out and the work that you are doing uh, to help families in need. We've been chatting with Teresa Murray. Her book is called The Four Stones. Uh, She's been joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Be right back. Oh, yeah. I have to tell you, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy and sad, glad and mad, and and I and I, I haven't taken my medicine, so it's just all over the place right now because Carrie <laughs> is leaving the show. Girl, I am devastated. And y'all have heard me have my uh Carrie uh uh, uh 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 appreciation segments where I say, Thank you, Carrie. You have given me my Friday nights back because I can have movie time with my kids, knowing that you are putting this show together and making sure I have great guests and topics and things are timely. Um anything that I miss, you catch it for me. Before you came here, Carrie. I swear to you, I um was booking all the guests and uh, and making sure that they got in and calling them and working the board and having you here has just um, made things so much better for me. Um, I can work from home um, and I don't have to hire a sitter to come and take care of my kids. Um, you know, I've got my equipment here. I can give you the list of people that I want to talk to and you get them all lined up and everybody talks about um, how kind you are to them over the phone and, and how you provide all the information and then you send me the list with the talking points. You know, I wish I could lie and say that I am as smart as I sound on the radio but because you are always there to help me, um, it is is a blessing. I oh, thank you. I've loved it. You know, I've loved it. I've loved being part of the show. It's such. I mean, it's a huge honor to to get to work with you. So it's been. Um, yeah, but I t- next week. Next week will be my last uh, day with you. But I think I have. A, you can still call me. I you. <laughs> Girl, call you. You're going to hear me yelling for you because I'm going to be like, oh, my God, Carrie, I don't have I don't have Carrie here. And, girl, I just was like, this is really going to impact me in a negative way. I'm going to just say that because I've never had a producer take care of me the way that you do. It's just such a blessing. It's been fun. And that's yeah, I'm 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 leaving for a different um different. I get to go back to a station where I used to be. I'll be at uh back to um before I was with you before my son was born a few years ago. I was at KSTP at Twin Cities Live. Um and I I'm going to go back there and help produce and do things um also for their morning show on KSTP Minnesota Live. Uh, yes and you'll be working with brandy and that team and those are some amazing people i just love them over there but i don't love them enough (laughs) to say i'm okay with you leaving me i don't love them that much uh carrie I know. I told them that I said you. I I got to book you. You got to come and be on. We'll we'll get you over there a little bit. 
um, uh, for all your books and everything that you do. So I think we'll still be we'll still be connected. It won't be the same. It won't be the same. It won't be the same. And you know, I blame myself for this. No, I really do. I blame myself. You know why? Because I was all bragging about you every time <laughs> I went over to KSTP to be on Twin Cities Live with Elizabeth and Nacho Libre. Um, <laughs> I was I was like, oh my God, you know, Carrie, and she's just and they were like, Carrie's your producer, and so I thought they were happy for me. Like, oh my God, Carrie, you got Carrie. That's great. They were over there strategizing <laughs> uh, about how they were gonna steal you away. I, I was so. like, you know what? I'm gonna get back on social media and say how horrible Carrie is and how she never shows up to work on time and how she doesn't take care of me. And then they won't want you. See, they saw what a great job you were doing mm-hmm. and how happy I was, and they were over there like, yeah, we're gonna get Carrie back over here. You know, she used to be over here. We don't know how we lost her, but we're gonna get her back. And so now, look, look, look where I'm at. Look where I'm at, Carrie. Look at where I'm at. About to lose you, girl. We've had oh. a, we, yeah, these night we've got to really enjoy today. Next week, I, yeah, no, this has been so. It was a huge surprise. So it wasn't. Um, yeah, this was a. Uh, this was uh, not something that I had planned for, but yeah, it's so it's super exciting, and I'm um, you know I think I owe it all to you because I, you you brought me back into doing stuff like this, into producing. Well, you so know, you you have a you have a I gift, and I love to see people operating in their gifting. You know, nothing frustrates me more than to see somebody who has a gift and they're not operating in their gifting. Mm. You know, even my children, like you know, Brandon um, loves to help people. And, and, you know, I love to see him operating in his gifting, being a helper, you know, so we try to put him in situations where he can help other folks, you know, whether he's being big brother to his siblings or doing some things with, um, you know, his friends in class. Um, you know, Cameron loves the spotlight, so she's got a podcast. And she she just had her first little celebrity interview. Carrie, you would have been so proud of her. She interviewed that girl, Lele, who is a Nickelodeon like little superstar. She was at the Mall of America oh. and, and Madison and the folks at Mall of America set it up so that Cameron could go in and interview Lele after her performance uh, last week during MEA weekend. And so, you know, even as if, you know, for my children and friends and family and you, I just love to see people operating in their gifting and you have such a gift for um, setting up interviews and producing and lining things up you know even you know just the little things that people don't take note of you know you were talking to Sonia Goins and, and got that all set up and and you played Survivor because she's a breast cancer survivor. And then right after that, you booked the interview, um, you know, with uh, you, Teresa Murray, my, you know, the nurse at our school who has a book about what happens when you lose a loved one and how to talk to kids about. I mean, just those little dynamics, um, you know, that people don't realize, you know, how, you know, much work and thought that you put into it. You know, you are so talented and so gifted. Girl, I just can't see you at the post office. I just, I just, no, ma'am, nothing against the post office. That is an honorable profession, but your gift is producing radio and TV shows. And so, you know, wherever you're going to be doing that, you're going to be doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Well, and again, truly, though, you... You know, you trusted me to, you know, we didn't, you, you, they just kind of said, here, go be, hang out with Shaletta. And then you, you let me do what I, what I love to do. And I hadn't done it for so many years. You know, I hadn't, 
I just I remember telling Brad, our, our boss, I said, I get to talk to people again. I get to <laughs> really I like this. Is, I've been home with a four, like a little baby for four years. I get to. This is fantastic. Um, he said, yeah. yeah, you get to talk to people again. <laughs> um, so, no, I mean, you truly it, it would not have happened without without you and Brad and um, everybody here has just been wonderful. Uh, to me for not doing this for so long and just being, you know, like, here, go do what you Jumping do. Jumping back in, oh, girl. But, you know, you. it's like riding a bike, really. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, you know, you can get off of that bike and put it in the garage and not touch it for so long. But you get back on it and you'll you'll be just fine. Hmm. Thanks. Yeah, I, I know. I'm. A, I, I hope I don't disappoint. That's what I keep saying over there. I hope girl, I they are so they are so excited to have you yeah. that I'm going to tell you. I have been talking to Brandy and all the folks at KSTP, you know, because I'm a Hubbard uh, High alumni as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been talking and chatting with them and they are so overjoyed to have you back at the station. Um, everybody's looking forward to it. I'm telling you, can you think you could send her over here earlier? Hell no. Okay. You better be glad I don't kidnap her and keep her over here with me and keep her doing the show. No, she can't come back early. You just gonna have to wait your turn. So, you know, when you have a talent and you are gifted and you are kind and generous to people, um, good things happen. And this is the good thing that has happened to you. And it's going to be such a blessing for your family. So I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm sad for us. Um, but I'm glad that you are able to. Um, operate in your gift and pursue your passion thank you Shalette. you know i love you thank you thank you oh you know we're gonna have to do some girl i know me you know me and you we old ladies with babies we don't do happy hours and, <laughs> right. you know stay out all night and pole dance and do the <laughs> do the drunk bus and the pub crawl so we'll have to do something like hang out at the children's museum or that's, you yeah, know, that's, yep, a, that's yep. a party for us girl we yep. going to the children's museum true <laughs> It is fun there. It is fun there, though. <laughs> okay, girl. Yeah, that look, is fun. Okay. Hello. Look, we'll reserve the party room and bring in some pizza, girl. That's that's a good time for us. That's how we, me and Carrie, celebrate old ladies with kids. Well, y'all don't go anywhere because there's lots more to celebrate. We've got another two hours of the Shaletta Show coming up. We took the vows of man and wife. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 